Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business, and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world, though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Mary Lou Ackerman. She is the Vice President of Innovation and Digital Health at SE Health. Today, we're doing part one of a 12-part series with regard to the role of the nurse in healthcare, nurses in leadership, nurses in innovation and healthcare. This series is sponsored by Sanciel, the Society of Nursing Scientists, Innovator, and Entrepreneur Leaders. They're just doing incredible things, and I'm so excited to kick off this series with Mary Lou. She is a founding member of Sanciel and an active member of CHIEF, that's Canada's Health Informatics Executive Forum, with Digital Health Canada. Her background is extensive. She has led the development and implementation of many business transformation projects, innovations, and partnerships. Mary Lou joined St. Elizabeth in 1987 as a visiting nurse, and she has augmented her clinical background with a graduate business degree and significant experience with health informatics and technologies. Mary Lou has a passion for community healthcare, combined with a desire to advance care, creating innovative service models supported by digital health technologies to create the future that will provide a personalized, accessible, meaningful health experience for individuals, their families, and service providers that support them. It's going to be a, a fun and great conversation with Mary Lou. And, and Mary Lou, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for, for having me. Always excited to share nursing stories and talk about innovation in healthcare. Thank you. Yeah. And so before we dive into the work that you're doing and, and your view on nurse leadership, talk to us a little bit about what inspires your work in healthcare. Oh, there's so many, so many reasons, you know. Of course, helping people to live their best lives underpins the inspiration or energy I get from working in healthcare. That with the numerous opportunities that a career in healthcare offers. As a nurse, I've enjoyed every opportunity from my early days as a frontline nurse, working with individuals and their families, into leadership positions, working with staff, ensuring that they have what they need to provide the best care possible. I went into um, a focus on health informatics you know, understanding what we need to do and the impact it has on patient experiences, and now using all of those experiences and knowledge in my current role in innovation to design, test new solutions and service models to really help reshape the future of health. It's really hard not to be inspired as a nurse, not only with all those opportunities, but the, the impact that you can make on how people live their best lives through any one of those opportunities. Yeah, it's really meaningful work, Mary Lou. And you've done so many things from bedside to executive. It's, it's fantastic to see that you've done what you've done. And so as you focus on the work that SE Health is doing, the work that you're doing there, how would you say the organization is adding value to the healthcare ecosystem? SE Health is well known in Canada as a leader in home and community also bringing excellence and innovation to seniors' lifestyle and family caregiving. 
Our mission is simply to bring hope and happiness and to, to deliver you know, holistic life care to individuals. You know, for over a hundred years, we've been providing care in the place people call their home. You know, this could be their own home or senior living facilities, in clinics, in schools, or even on the streets. Last year, we impacted the lives of more than 150,000 people doing approximately 7 million visits. This is a whole lot of opportunity to bring hope and happiness by inspiring these care exchanges with individuals that are really meaningful and impactful. In my role, I've had the privilege to work with nurses, health system partners, and technology companies who are looking for solutions to modernize the delivery of healthcare. You know, it's with these partnerships that we're able to design new service models enabled by the technology to augment clinical care and enhance those care experiences and ultimately change the way individuals experience health. Mary Lou, it's, uh, I mean, incredible, right? And, and we're seeing a shift in health and health care to the home. And you guys have been playing in this space for over 100 years. I'm sure there are a lot of insights you can share to really add value to how many companies and even hospital systems are, are thinking about care in the home. So what would you say makes what you do different and maybe even unique uh, than what's available today? I think, you know, one of the things about working in home care is you're really grounded in the way people live their lives. So I think it's the mindset and the desire and an organization, you know, that inspires you to make sure that those experiences are as meaningful as they can be. So SE Health has created a, you know, this culture of innovation where people are at the forefront, meaning the expectation is always to do better, seek out those opportunities to improve what is available today and to look beyond what is what is and look for what could be for the purpose of making that user experience the best for our people both internally and externally. But most importantly, I though I think it's important to surround yourself with good people, people who are also inspired to disrupt our current healthcare system, you know, for nurse innovators, entrepreneurs, and scientists, an organization like Sanciel is a great way to network, learn, and share with key health system change makers. Their stories are so inspiring and their energy is just con absolutely contagious when you get in with a group of them. So I think that's what makes us different is it's not really so much about what we do, but I think it's, it's is that mindset and it's the approach to focusing on what really matters for people. Yeah. And I can feel it, you know, Mary Lou, like the way that you said it, it feels, and it's that nurse touch, you know, that you care and you want to be there and you just want people to have a great experience. You said spread hope and happiness. And I, I just love that. And uh, this is exactly it. This is the nurse touch. Well, I think, you know, a lot of people who hear about our mission of spreading hope and happiness, it just really resonates with people external of the organization, but most importantly, with people internal to the organization. You can see what spreading hope and happiness looks like and feels like. So to work for an organization where you can really live their mission is, you know, a real privilege and, and provides great guidance as you're uh, deciding what you should be doing and not doing. You know, it's quite simple to look back and say, okay, is this going to have an impact, a positive impact? Is this going to give somebody hope as they're, you know, facing really challenging times in their lives? Is it going to provide some happiness to them or to their families? And then if it does, you know, you're doing the right thing. I love it. The North Star doesn't get clearer than that. And, and exactly. so, so Mary Lou, what do you believe people need to know? Everybody listening today, what do they need to know that maybe they don't know about the role of nursing and improving health outcomes and business? I think, you know, our health system is starving for innovation. 
we're still struggling to you know ax the facts today. That being said, it's also wide open for opportunity and a breeding ground for entrepreneurs looking to improve patient and healthcare providers' experience. You know, in parallel, there's also been significant advancements in technology. With the introduction of things like AI, machine learning, wearables, voice technology solutions, we're seeing much better user inter- interfaces along with greater value from its use. But as we increase the adoption of the digital health technologies, at the same time, we're increasing our collection of health data, allowing us to move from this sort of reactive healthcare system to one that's personalized and predictive, allowing us to get ahead of the problems even before they happen. You know, they're saying now that medicine will advance more in the next 10 years than it has in the past 100 years. So how do we improve outcomes or what impact does nurses have on making healthcare better? Well, it's really important that we work together. If digital health is expected to grow to, you know, this $380 billion internationally in the next five years, this, of course, is dependent on the adoption of that technology by the intended users. And nurses are key to making this happen. They're the most trusted professionals. They make up more than 50% of the healthcare workforce, and they know what works and what doesn't work for patients and their families. Every digital health technology company should have nurses on their teams. At SC Health, we bring nurses to the table to design, develop, test, and lead new service models that are supported by technology. Now, the digital health technology is then designed to fit into a new service model that both augments clinical care and enhances the client experience. I think it's really important that with the nurse's insight and really understanding their workflows and the decisions that they're trying to make during the day, if they're not at the table to share those experience with technology companies who are designing solutions, those critical pieces are missed. And what ends up happening is we end up trying to put these square pegs into round holes. We see that technology is just not adopted because it doesn't meet the needs or it adds work versus augments the work that nurses do. So I think it's if we really want to see improved outcomes, increase the adoption of technology and enhance patients and providers' experiences, we can't do this without nurses at the table. So well said, Mary Lou, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. The role of the nurse is critical, and I didn't know that the it was over 50% of the workforce in healthcare was nursing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so they really do. They know healthcare. They also know how healthcare is provided and the impact that it has on the patient experience. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm floored by that number. So super interesting. And so give us an example of when you saw your nursing team provide a great solution to a problem. Yeah, so I'll give you two examples. One where we were able to work very closely with the vendor on looking at adopting their product into our clinical workflows. And the product was a tool that would allow nurses to assess a client's brain health to identify early signs of cognitive dysfunction. This particular tool was, it was designed to to identify early warning signs. So signs that would, we can't see today with the current technology that's being used or the current solutions that are being used to assess brain health. So it was a tablet-based tool and it had these games on it that the individual would work through. And based on how they responded to the games, like building puzzles and finding, moving objects around and those sorts of things, it would identify any sort of signs of weakness in their cognitive function. And it would also give the nurses feedback and that individual feedback on things they can do to strengthen those weaknesses within their brain health. So you know, ultimately, you would think that if you could identify it earlier and treat it earlier, 
it would slow down the progression of the dysfunction. So on paper and in principle, all wonderful. We weren't involved in the design process because the tool was already designed, but we did do a pilot test with it, with a number of nurses and clients. And we were able to provide back to the vendor some really great feedback on what they need to do in order to have this be a successful tool you know, for use in the home care environment. So we do a lot of that where we, we're a bit late to the table because we haven't been involved in design, but we do think that there is optimism in the and value in the product or the path, the roadmap that this particular vendor is on. Uh, so we provide them feedback so that they can go back to the within their organization and develop a better product. So that's one. Another example is, you know, wound care is a significant problem in healthcare. And we haven't really done much to enhance how we deliver wound care services. Mm-hmm. However, there's lots of companies out there now that are working on uh, using pictures, you know, photography to better assess wounds, measure wound healing, provide clinical guidance. So we're working with a company now that has this great tool that does all that. So it automates a lot of the clinical workflow. So it saves the nurse's time. She doesn't have to do wound measurements. She doesn't have to do as much clinical documentation because this the AI within this wound care application it does a lot of that for her. It also identifies okay. if the healing trajectory has gone off its path. So it flags for the nurse that, you know, something needs to change and, and can make recommendations. So it's augmenting that uh, clinical decision-making as well. And what's also really nice about this one, it, for patients who have experienced chronic wounds, they're now actually able to see their wound progression, especially if their wound has been in an area on their body that they, they can't see. They get quite engaged in the wound healing process now because they, they are seeing the results of their compliance to their wound care regime. So working very closely with the vendor, we have changed some of the clinical workflow and they've changed some of their tooling so that it fits within that workflow. So we're almost at a point now where we feel very comfortable and confident that this is a solution that is really going to work well. So it works very well in the home care environment. It's almost like um, you know winning on on all sides of the equation. I love it. It's phenomenal, and you know a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure for the for the company that you and your team engaged. Both companies, right? The brain health Mm. company and the uh, wound care company. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it is um, working together to find the right solutions for people. Yeah. And, you know, not everything works out. So would be curious what you feel has been one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced and and a key learning. Um, For me, my I think my biggest setback was looking at opportunities that didn't move forward as a setback or a failure. You know, when you're really passionate about finding solutions and you're not successful, failure can be your worst enemy. It's pretty discouraging, but at the same time, it's pretty humbling as well. So if you can flip your mindset and really look at these great, look at these as great learning opportunities, which they are, your optimism is then, you know, refueled and those learnings become invaluable. So asking yourself, you know, are you really innovating if everything you do is successful? Likely not, but the true value comes from learning, looking at those failures as learning opportunities. So our failures have inspired us to do things differently through the development of an improved innovation methodology. So looking back at how we were doing things. So our new methodology, you know, includes a number of defined steps and each each of these steps is dependent on the one before. So for example, if you're not successful in step one, you don't move on to step two. 
you fail fast, you learn quickly, you iterate on that solution, or you move on to the next opportunity. With this kind of methods, you know, much less time is spent on trying to be successful with fitting a square peg into a round hole versus just doing the right thing right. Yeah. And, you know, I love your what you said, Mary Lou, that if you're succeeding at everything, you're probably not pushing the envelope. You're probably not innovating <laughs> because you're going to fail, you know, and the things that we do are so personal and, and the best leaders are very invested emotionally. And those failures come, man, it's hard. It is. It is really hard, especially, you know, at the beginning. Innovation is very different than quality improvement. And I spent a bit of my time in my career doing quality improvement where you you have all the data and you you're able to sort of it's very predictable like if you know mm-hmm. these you're doing wrong if we do these things they should that should improve what we're doing but innovation is not so predictable there's so many variables and i think all, there's variables plus all, there's also this huge desire to want to make things work especially at the beginning when you first come into working in the innovation space. It's so exciting. Everyone's so passionate. All the entrepreneurs are so passionate about what they're doing that you want to be passionate with them and you really want it to be successful. I probably spent the first year or more just trying, trying, trying to be successful versus recognizing that I'm pushing a square peg into a round hole and we're not going to be successful unless we recognize our failures and learn from those and correct them in order to move forward. Or just recognizing that this one really isn't, is not going to be successful. So hopefully giving somebody the feedback or a group the feedback that, you know, they really are on the wrong path and they need to do a significant pivot in order to find the success that they're looking for. That for me was probably one of my biggest setbacks, spent too much time wanting to be successful versus wanting to learn from each experience. Well said. And I, and I also really like the distinction that you, you made between innovation and quality improvement. You know, you could get quality improvement while innovating, but there, there's differences there. And, you know, a good mentor of mine told me, hey, you know, the more time you spend, the more expertise you, you get, you're able to make distinctions. And it's those types of distinctions, like you just mentioned, that really help move the needle. So I, I love it. I appreciate that example. Mary Lou, what would you say you're most excited about today? You know, although this past year has been, you know, really incredibly difficult for all of us, the pandemic, the advancement in innovation and its impact on healthcare delivery models has increased more in the past year than it has in my entire healthcare career. We've seen this explosion in the adoption of virtual care, new business models with flexible funding, new partnerships, open arms and collaboration across all sectors of the health system. In other words, there's just so, so many of our historical barriers to, you know, transforming healthcare have come tumbling down this past year. Really, our time is now to transform healthcare. We need to focus on our aging population who now more than ever want to remain in their own homes. We need to move from institutionalized care to healthcare anywhere, anytime. With the advancements in health analytics, the possibilities for more personalized care models will help us move from, you know, what's the matter with you approach to what matters to you to helping individuals experience their best lives and really engaging our healthcare workforce along the way and making sure that their needs are recognized and we're solving their problems with solutions that really work for them. Yeah, it's key. And just keeping everybody inspired that is providing the care to because it's burnout. And a lot of people talk about physician burnout, but you rarely hear about I mean, like as much, right? You rarely hear about nurse burnout, but it's a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing for sure. And I think, you know, one thing I've also learned, you know, working with nurses and as a nurse, 
they're so busy and they don't have time for us to be getting it wrong all the time. If we don't engage them, we're going to bring them solutions that don't work for them. And their tolerance of us doing that is low and it has to be low. Their focus is on patient care. So they're happy to help and they want to be a part of these designing and, and developing these solutions. But if we don't do it, we just bring them a solution and it's the wrong solution. You have about 30 seconds before they say, forget it. It's to everybody's advantage to bring them into the the innovation life cycle, to bring them into developing the solutions if they're expected to be the ones to be using them. And even if they're not, even if, if there's a solution that's going to impact a patient experience, even though the nurse may not be the one going to be using this solution, her input would be invaluable. Amen. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true, Mary Lou. And for everybody listening, it is so true. Have you involved a nurse or a nurse team in the development of your solution? If the answer is yes, kudos to you. But if the answer is no, now's the time. And maybe a tip here would be nice, Mary Lou. So like, what's the best way? How do you suggest that folks listening that say, oh my gosh, I haven't been doing this. How do they start? Uh, well, there's connecting themselves with the the right the right people and the right a group like Sanciel has, you know, over 400 nurses who are passionate about innovation. If you needed to look external to find them internal within your organization, let the frontline staff know what your, you know, what your strategies are, where you're moving forward with as an organization. Listen to the nurses' problems. What are the challenges they're faced with every day? And then bring those nurses together and give them the opportunity to find to find those solutions, to work on solutions. We can't transform the health system without nurses. They are the hackers of what we call the supply closets, the MacGyvers on the front line. They know the problems, but we really need to bring them into creating those solutions. One thing we, we say often is move the nurse from the end user to the front end influencer. I love it. Well said, Mary Lou. So everyone just take action on this because it is certainly going to be something that is mutually beneficial. Everybody's going to win. Patients will win. Nurses will win. And your company, your organization will win. Mary Lou, this has been awesome. I've enjoyed our discussion, the, the examples you've provided. Give us a closing thought. What should we be thinking about? And what's the best way for the listeners to get engaged with you and learn more about SE Healthcare? I guess my closing thought is, you know, we, we can't transform the health system without, without nurses. You know, it's important that we stay focused on the problems we're solving and make sure we're solving the right problems, not just building shiny objects. We need to build confidence within our healthcare system. We need to be able to move from risk aversion to sort of this concept of intelligent risk-taking. And the only way we can really do that is really by taking a deep dive into those problems and understanding from those most knowledgeable in the healthcare system about patient experiences, which would be the nurses, in order to build meaningful solutions. So I think if you're looking to solve problems and create solutions. As a nurse, get involved, raise your hand, look for that network, those people who are passionate just like you, and that would be groups like Sanciel. And participate in, you know, hackathons are a great, fun weekend activity where we bring, uh, Sanciel organizes them a couple of them a year, where we bring, I think the last one had five or 600 nurses from wow. Well, it was virtual. Yeah, they form. It's just amazing what happens in 48 hours to, you know, people just bringing forward problems that they're interested in solving to by Sunday pitching really 
meaningful solutions. You know, one of them that stands out to me was, and this was right before the pandemic. I'm not sure how this company is doing, but I imagine if they if they went forward with their idea, they probably are doing quite well now. Nursing and hand washing is has always been, or healthcare and hand washing has always been really important, yes. and more so through this past year. So they had this idea. One of the things you used to have to do when you were trained in nursing was you had to wash your hands. I forget if it was a minute or a certain length of time. And what you did was you always you were sort of taught to put a song in your sing happy birthday or something in your hand, <laughs> yes, how long yes. it would take that you'd have to wash your hands to know that they were clean. But for a nurse, that was always a bit of a challenge because you've just left a, a patient that was having a problem. You're heading into a next one. So to shut your mind off and sing a song just wasn't reasonable. You never stayed with the song. So their idea was to have this soap that would, you know, when you started using it, it was purple and you knew what, when you were done, it was white. Oh, wow. So it was like so simple. It changed color. It changed color to let you know, yeah, you're all clean. But you can still keep your train of thought on healthcare. So it's those kinds of things that, that out of just bringing people together and having discussions and talking about how to solve problems. So yeah, by the end of the weekend, there's these big problems that have great solutions. And then, you know, not all nurses want to be entrepreneurs, but then there are some that do, and they take those ideas and bring them to form businesses if they like. But even those, like I say, there's groups of nurses who want to be entrepreneurs, but there's lots of room for nurses who want to innovate within their organizations as well. You know, designing. Fantastic. And it's stimulating, right? I mean, you, you join one of these and you leave, even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, you come back to your organization with new ideas. Yeah. So I would say, you know, if you, you're a nurse and I've piqued your interest in sort of nursing and innovation, I would strongly suggest that they join SanCL. They meet other nurses just like them, and they work for an organization that inspires them to find solutions and enables them to follow their passion. Well, I really appreciate today, Mary Lou, what you've done and sharing your message. You are certainly spreading hope and happiness. I'm glad you you joined us today on this program. And folks, you could just go to outcomesrocket.health, type in Sanciel, type in Mary Lou. You'll find the show notes to this podcast. And in there, we'll provide the links to SE Healthcare, sehc.com. And then we'll also provide the link to Sanciel so you can learn more and get engaged. Mary Lou, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Great. Well, thank you. And thanks again for having me. Hey, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.